women. I, I mean the old-fashioned ones. You know, the old-fashioned women. Oh, God. You know, the ones with wombs. Oh. <laughs> Those fucking dinosaurs. Oh. No, I love the, the new women. I know the new women. They're great, aren't they? The, you know, the new ones we've been seeing lately. The, the ones with beards and cocks. They're as good as... They're as good as gold. I love them. No, it's the old-fashioned. And now the old-fashioned, they're like, oh, they want to use our toilets. Why shouldn't they use your toilets? For ladies. They are ladies. Look at their pronouns. <laughs> what about this person that isn't a lady? Well, his penis. <laughs> Her penis, you fucking bigot. <laughs> what if he rapes me? What if she rapes you? <laughs> you fucking turf whore. B L G B T Q plus A I P K L I L T M V. There's so many letters now. Who knows? Anyway, welcome back to the Political Panda program, guys. Of course, today is June first. Ding, 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 ring your bells of corporate conformity. Get your rainbows out, everybody. Come on now. Get your little pronouns in your bio. Get out your little your, your little rainbow flag. You got it in your pocket. Come on now. It's the fourth greatest month behind whatever your birthday month is, December, so that we can figure it about how shitty of a year it is in Black History Month, but it might be even the same. They might be tied for third at this point, but it's either the fourth or third. You decide. Uh, so, of course, uh, that <laughs> today's opening clip was, of course, from the Ricky Gervais uh, comedy special called uh, Supernature. Uh, great clip. It's fantastic. We actually have a little story where the BBC did something like that. Not that kind for the sexual deviants out there, you idiots. The British Broadcasting Corporation. <sighs> but we got to start out with this thing first, and I need to cover this because obviously I've talked about being a Star Wars fan. I think I talked about it uh, yesterday. I think did they did they delete the tweet? I literally just had this pulled up not even five seconds ago. Star Wars, Star Wars trying to hide. I literally had this linked not even five seconds ago. Oh nope. It it it, it was just being dumb. Nope, the, the the link just decided to stop working. But don't worry, you guys wanted to deal with that. Anyway, so yes. There's a brand new uh Kenobi show, you know. I I, I don't think anybody realizes this. Star Wars Celebration was happening this week. I know no one realizes that it was happening. Like, I, I know people would be like, wait, it was? Really? And, like, yeah, there's probably, like, some cool announcements in there. I know Bad Batch Season 2 is coming out this fall. I know Mandalorian Season 3 is coming out next year, and apparently they're already working on Season 4. I go, guys, you guys haven't even finished Season 3, and it's not out yet, and public opinion on Season 3 isn't out yet. People might be tired of The Mandalorian by then. Because you guys have shat all over Star Wars, made Marvel terrible in all the different ways. And, well, of course, Disney continues to drop the ball. I mean, the ball has literally fallen off a fucking cliff and fell into a volcano. And they keep diving in after it. 
Star Wars, to me, it, it, it's like one of those franchises that when you hear about, like, a new thing in it, you go, man, can I just die now? Like, like you know the picture of the guy in the noose, and it's his first time? Like, I feel like that's all the other franchises that just keep getting just garbage shat out from them. Like, I was in the theaters the other day seeing Top Gun, right? And I was like, bro, this is fucking, you know, I'm gonna see Top Gun, this is Top Gun Maverick, it's gonna be fucking great. And then there's an ad for a new Jurassic Park movie. Like, do we really need another Jurassic Park movie? Like, guys... Guys, I get dinosaurs are fucking cool, because they really are, but no, does anybody even remember Jurassic World at this point? I don't even remember if it was even good, because I don't even think I saw it. And we're at the same point, I literally was reading a tweet the other day from IGN about they're making a Hunger Games prequel? Why? Who needs more Hunger Games? We had a great, good, concluding story. It's like, you know, Harry Potter has been on TV a lot lately, because that's a my older mom does, she watches, you know, Harry Potter, big Harry Potter fan, but, you know, DK Rowling, you know, call her whatever the hell you want, but at least they're not making more Harry Potter films, they're just making a Harry Potter game that's supposed to come out sometime this year, and they've moved on to Fantastic Beasts so that it can stop being shit, like, all over the franchise of Harry Potter and how good those movies are because Fantastic Beasts literally fell off also a cliff after the first movie, so congratulations there. So, yeah, of course, uh, so, to get back to the subject at hand here, uh, so, in Star Wars, obviously, Kenobi came out. It's not good, the acting's pretty shoddy and shit, story's bad, and it's not worth watching. There you go. I, I just saved you however much Disney Plus is, or if you have Hulu and the money, or even just launching the app. Uh, so, Star Wars, of course, uh, everybody's like, well, it's, uh, of course, they brought in this new black lady, and I, I, I they don't even have her name, oh, uh, where the frick is it at, uh, Moe's Ingram, uh, to the Star Wars family, and, uh, of course, uh, there are more than 20 million sentient species in Star Wars Galaxy, don't choose to be a racist. Cool tweet, Star Wars, but, like, you're never going to end racism, and first off, it's probably because most people think that her acting is shit. Like, I'm going to guess that out of, like, all of the hate that she's receiving, about, like, 0.5 to maybe a percent, to maybe even 2%, I'm saying at max, is of racist comments towards her. I bet it's because they people say that her acting is shit, and they should really, you know, do better. Oh, cool, there's a... See, I'm I'm learning things while scrolling through this right now. Apparently, there's another Star Wars Vision season coming out next year. That's good. That was a good show. Seriously, there's like reasons. Disney's so just frustrating because they want to sexually indoctrinate your kids and make shitty shows, but then they occasionally come out with good stuff. But it's only on Disney Plus, so it's like, okay, do I subscribe to Disney Plus? Watch the show I want unsubscribe, and then just resubscribe when I need it, or do I just, you know, skip the pedantic bullshit, and I just keep it added on to my Hulu account, for because it comes in at a cheaper price? See, this is my problem. 
Like, Star Wars Visions is a good show because it's not really made by Disney, and Kathleen Kennedy, that fucking wicked witch, can't get her little greasy little mitts on it to ruin it because it's animated, it's animated, you know, uh, like, Star Wars stories from anime studios. And the first season was really good. It's a really good show, especially the first episode. It's great. But, like, you have Kenobi that's a steaming pile of garbage. You probably have Ahsoka that's going to come out that's going to be a steaming pile of garbage. You've got all these different shows that are steaming piles of garbage. And I'd just like to remind Star Wars that uh, the person who voices Darth Vader is James Earl Jones, you know, a black guy, you know, uh, hard to break it to you, but I, I don't think many Star Wars fans are racist. I mean, lots of them really like all the different races in Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars, you know, it's a very, very anti-race. Uh, I mean, Star Wars literally has so many races. It, like, it's more like it's more like infighting racism between other races over like, like disputes that their governments have had. I'm sorry that this is really like taking up a lot of time, but this is so frustrating because I've grown up with Star Wars. Not really like grown up like the original movie came out. I was there, but like. When I was a small child, I grew up watching Star Wars, watching the new, watching the original trilogy, you know, watching the prequel movies. Fuck, when, there was a theater that's like nearby my house. Literally, it opened up the year that Force Awakens came out, and I was in the theater on freaking uh, like the opening night premiere of Star Wars: The Force Awakens, sitting there in the theater with my parents, giddy and excited because I was like. Hell yeah, I'm seeing a Star Wars movie in fucking theaters. This is awesome. Oh my god, that text crawl though. This is awesome. It wasn't even, I hadn't even seen The Force Awakens yet, and I still don't think Force Awakens is that bad of a sequel or sequel movies, but it was fucking cool. And, and now you just see Star Wars and you just go, oh, oh. Because Disney came in. And just rubbed its big old fucking ass all over all the good parts of Star Wars because now all those books are uncanon anymore. The freaking Forced Unleash game. Yup, just get rid of those. Mmm. All the good stuff. Mmm. Yup. Mm -hmm. All gotten rid of, boss. Like, and then we keep Kathleen Kennedy. Bro, I was praying that those rumors were true that that bitch was leaving. I can't fucking stand her. She's one of the main reasons why Star Wars is so ultra mega ass. And I will never, ever forgive someone for destroying and just absolutely dismantling a franchise like Star Wars in the way that she has. I mean, maybe I'll have to actually... Like, if you guys want me to, I will actually, like, resubscribe to Disney Plus to actually go ahead and actually, like, watch Obi-Wan. Like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll actually unironically try to. Like, I tried to watch the Halo series, and I just dropped it after three episodes, because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I know my dad enjoyed it for whatever fucked up reasons, but he still likes modern Star Trek for some reason. Those things are garbage anyway. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> but but we, we should probably probably move on before this entire episode just becomes a, a Star Wars episode. Alright, well, let's get into some quicker news. Obviously, it's Pride Month, and, uh, you know, my god. 
You know, we can't go a month without at least messing with the Pope. Gotta mess with that guy. Such a bigot. Uh, so yeah, and... <laughs> why is this an official U.S. account? And why do 12k people follow it? <laughs> so the U.S. and Holy See, the U.S. Embassy, literally in the Vatican, not kidding, uh, for Pride Month, put put up uh, put up the pride flag on on their on their embassy um guys uh um so guys uh, i don't know if you know this but the catholic church doesn't doesn't exactly like uh you know you know lgbtq people you know it's not Something that's kind of against the stuff in the Bible and whatnot. I'm pretty sure from what I hear from those magical, mystical people. That bald person over there. Always spewing some weird nonsense. But, you see, there there comes the issue because they'll do this in the Vatican. Because they know the Vatican will just shut up because he's a wimp. But they won't do this in uh, any of the... Uh, uh, you know, they don't really like to do that in Middle Eastern countries. That doesn't go well. Seriously, if you go onto Twitter and you look at all the different companies and their Middle Eastern accounts, literally all the same for all of the month of of June. So if you you can't can't even defend the fact that you're just such a wimp. If you're gonna go all LGBT propagandizing, you might as well just do it everywhere. But, hey, what, what do I know? So, I, I wanted to get that story out of the way just to really put it in. Just how much of fraud people are with this stuff. You don't actually believe it. If you're going to change a flag one area, do it everywhere. Come on, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. So, the British Broadcasting Corporation, a.k.a. the BBC, uh, had to uh, change a victim's statement in order to avoid backlash because they didn't want to misgender the rapist. So, uh, the woman referred to her rapist as a him, but insiders said that words were changed because they didn't want to misgender the rapist. Let's just be very clear. BBC didn't want to misgender the rapist. That's right. <laughs> it's literally the Ricky Gervais skit. But what if, what if he rapes me? What if she rapes you? Uh, look at her pronouns. Yeah, uh, yeah. According to a source, said that there was a uh, uh, said that the rapist was in fact a trans woman that preferred she/her pronouns. Well, there you go. You gotta respect it. So the she was raped. Uh, so in the article published uh, in November, uh, it was titled "Get the L Out," and it addressed the issue surrounding lesbians who felt uh, though they had been being pursued. Uh, they transgender, blah, 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 nonsense that makes no biological sense. Uh, I've had someone saying they'd rather kill me than Hitler, says 24-year-old Jenny, the BBC article read, uh, noting that Jenny, whose real name was redacted to protect her identity, had been called everything from transphobic to TERF, which is trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Good thing I'm, good thing that was there. I wouldn't have been able to fucking tell. Uh... Seriously, so we we literally live in a society where we we make sure that we appropriately gender the rapist 
of a person who rapes somebody. That's right. Remember, here here's a little here's a little uh, uh, life tip uh, from from <laughs> from a person who just graduated high school. If you ever get in trouble for a crime and you're a guy, just say you're a girl, and they most likely will take you to a female prison because this society is so screwed up in the head. <laughs> oh, we're fucking screwed. We are so screwed. Yeah, no, it's congratulations, BBC, for literally changing a rapist to make sure you don't misgender the rapist. Yeah, because that would be really bad. Really bad, guys. Don't misgender the rapist now. Come on, dude. Don't be such a transphobe like that. You know, he may have raped this woman, but, like, she... She works a lot better, because that's what she identifies as. Okay, moving to, uh, well, speaking of sins, uh, according to Catholic Church, uh, the Las Vegas Chapels of Love that uses the Elvis Presley likeness could find themselves becoming heartbreak hotels. Uh, the company that controls the name and image of the king is ordering Sin City Chapel... Uh, to stop using Elvis and theme ceremonies. So, uh, yeah. I mean, congrats. I mean, Elvis is a big part of the... Apparently, is closely tied with the wedding industry in Vegas. And so, yeah, could could be a bit of an issue. Uh, operates the... We're a family-run business, and now we're hanging with the big dogs. This is Kayla Collins, who operates the Las Vegas Elvis Weddings Chapel dot com and the Little Chapel of Hearts with her husband. That our bread, that's our bread and butter. I don't get it. We were hitting our stride again through COVID, and this happens. Well, yeah, you're you're using Elvis's likeness to sell your weddings. What did you expect? led a marketing campaign promoting the uh, Las Vegas as a wedding destination, said the order for the chapels to order to stop the uh, chapels to using Elvis couldn't come out any worse. The wedding industry generates $2 billion a year just in the city of uh, a fucking Jesus. And that's just in Las Vegas. Holy crap. Officials say uh, Elvis-themed weddings represent a significant number of the ceremonies performed. Bro, just imagine being like, keep in mind that, like, divorce rates in this country are still, you know, pretty high because, you know, people marry and get divorced at the drop of a hat. But, like, just imagine being like, you know, I don't want a traditional marriage this time around. You know who I want for my marriage? A guy who's impersonating Elvis. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, of course, what did they expect? You were using Elvis's likeness to sell your wedding stuff to people so that they can get married. Did you never expect that someone would come after you? <laughs> Clearly, you weren't thinking ahead enough. Clearly. Clear. Lee. Alright. So, 
this one is going to be a bit of a darker story. So, uh, a North Carolina man who won the $10 million lottery, which, hey, you know, big ups, man, nice. Uh, Michael Todd, who is 54, uh, well, he was convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced Friday to the killing of his 23-year-old uh, girlfriend. So, yes, he won the $10 million prize in 2017 and has been sentenced to life without, uh, with life in prison without possibility of parole in 2020 in the 2020 fatal shooting of his girlfriend. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, back in 2020, guy, uh, <laughs> shoots his girlfriend, which, uh, so, um, my biggest guess here is that she probably was like i'm just here for the money he shot her and that's what i'm gonna assume happened here uh which that would be my biggest assumption but hey you know who who could tell what a person who won 10 million dollars five five odd years ago now would uh, would end up doing but clearly not that not staying out of jail though uh, if you're wondering, the, the race of the suspect isn't mentioned. Uh, that's because it's a black guy. I just thought I should mention. The race wasn't mentioned, but the, the, it's a black guy. His picture's right here on the article. Uh, I just thought I, I, I thought I should mention, you know, we, we got to make sure that everybody knows the facts here of who and whomst it was. Which I think, you know, uh, I, we, we're, we're doing our work here at the Political Panda Program Foundation. Okay, now we're gonna get to a bit of a bit of a opinion piece here. Before we go into a, a few clips, we're gonna play. Okay, so everybody knows Back to the Future. It's got the sick ass hoverboard, the really wacky '80s looking fashion, and you also got freaking the the probably the coolest part of the movie, obviously the DeLorean, which was the time machine. So, I mean, it's it's the modern times, so how do we make the Mandalorian new? Well, we make a shitty design and make it an electric vehicle. Seriously, I, I don't hate the part that it's an electric vehicle, but why does it look so tacky and stupid? It, it looks terrible. It looks terrible. Like... Like, there's some parts of the car that I look at and I go, you know, it looks kind of nice. You know, it looks like a very luxury vehicle. Like, you look at the vehicle from front and it just, it, it just does, does not, the uh, it not, like, it looks like a rip-off Tesla. That's what it looks like. It looks like a rip-off, like, Tesla of, like, the model, like, S. But just, like, with, like, a DeLorean wrap on it. So, yeah, it's... It's a new, I mean, it has the going doors, which is cool and all, but, like, still, could you have at least just, like, maybe, you know, made, you know, a DeLorean, more DeLorean-looking design? Because this, literally, the only part you could really tell that this is, like, a DeLorean is by the fact that it says DeLorean on the back of it and, like, the coloring on it. But at that point, you'd think, oh, is that, like, a Tesla, Tesla Model S themed after the DeLorean? Uh, so... Yeah, uh, the other thing that also doesn't make sense is there is a back seat on it, but why? There is literally no legroom. Like, there's literally no legroom. Uh, so it's going to be... 
uh, 2.9 seconds for uh, 0 to 60. Uh, I don't really know, most people don't care about that. It'll have a 300 mile range. I mean, that's not that's not bad, actually. But I, I've, I've just got to ask, you know, I've just got to ask one thing. Why does it look like a ripoff Tesla, and why does it, it doesn't even look like a good ripoff either? Like I, I you know, I, I like the look of Tesla's, you know, cars. They've got, they at least look unique. Okay, you, you, when you are out on the street driving, and you see a car, and you go, "Is that a Tesla?" Yeah, that's a Tesla. There's so many of these cars that look exactly the same, and, and it's pointless. Like they all look exactly the same, and it's just stupid. Now, uh. In here, it doesn't doesn't say the price, but I'm I'm gonna guess it's gonna be like a hundred thousand, just because. Probably be as durable as the original DeLorean. I'm just saying you you can click on the article down below, or you can just look up new DeLorean either way. But I am personally just saying that this modern DeLorean looks like garbage, like. It, it looks like a, it looks just terrible. And the door is so unnecessarily wide. Like, please just don't even make a back seat. Like you could have had so much more room in like the trunk or like an even bigger battery. But, but no, you, you make an, a, a shitty Tesla ripoff that uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it could have looked more like a DeLorean, but, but instead we get. We, we get this. Alright, so moving right along to our fantastic, you know, truly, uh, our, no, don't, don't you dare play the video before me, you idiots. Uh, but of course we gotta move over to our very, very good, insanely popular, uh, President Biden and his fantastic economy, one of the best, created the most jobs ever. You know, he, he's one of the best. You know, he's all the way up there with uh, Calvin Coolidge and his ability to not only stay on budget, but, you know, even lower the deficit at the same time. Uh, and, of course, our very openly and fantastically queer black uh, press secretary is going to just drop it. And just going to answer those absolutely just ridiculously racist questions and probably homophobic questions from that Peter Ducey. So I guess the next question would be, does President Biden take any responsibility for his policies potentially contributing to <laughs> inflation? His policies has helped the economy get back on its feet. That's what his policy has his policies has done. Um, this, when we talk about the gas prices right now, this is indeed Putin's gas hike. This is what we have seen in the most recent months of, of what we've seen at the gas pump. And so that is a fact. We have seen about 60% increase uh, uh, in the past several months and because of uh, the amassing and his invasion of Ukraine. And so the president, his goal right now and what he is frustrated about is what the people, what the American people have to go through and what they are trying to deal with as they are, as they are, are around their kitchen table. So that is his focus right now. Yeah, you bigot. Sorry, I, I, not you. You're probably fine. You know, you, you're, you're still waving that, that rainbow flag, right? Come on. I have not stopped. 
we keep on going this whole time. You can't see me, but secretly I'm actually not holding an LGBT flag, but actually a, a rope of banana Laffy Taffy instead. <laughs> instead of my rainbow flag, I'm I'm sorry. Well, we should really try to order one of those. We, we need we need to celebrate. Come on, it's. The, one of the greatest months of the year, besides December, because December's when this fucking terrible, terrible year ends. Uh, but of course, that's not all. Peter Ducey continues his homophobic and probably bigoted questions with with more questions. And you just mentioned Putin a few times yeah. as a reason for recent inflation. Do you guys think that any part of inflation this year is because of President Biden's spending plans, or is it all Putin's fault? Well, what I can say is we are, and Brian just spoke to this, we are at, at a historic place when it comes to the economy, when it comes to uh, unemployment being at the lowest that we have seen in some time, when it comes to the president creating more jobs in his first term, his first year, than any other president, eight point, more than 8.5 million jobs. Now we're going to a place where it's be, we're going into transition, where we're going to see an economy that's more stable, that's more steady. So that's because of the American Rescue Plan that we that the president signed into law, that no Republican signed or voted for, I should say. And all of that work that he's done the first year has led us to a place where there are more jobs out there, more jobs are being created, that we are in a place where we're seeing economic growth. Now, and also, as I've stated, this is an unprecedented time with COVID. This is an unprecedented time with the war. And so that, that, that Putin has created and started on Ukraine. And so we have seen, that has shown us uh, since, uh, since these past couple of months, since the war, we have seen an uptick on gas prices. Mm. Okay. You know, this Laffy Taffy, solid. But what she said was crap. <laughs> Joe Biden, I hate the I hate the whole idea of the president creating jobs. That's not how that works. Everybody like, not everybody's going out there. All right, I'm working at the White House now. Thank you, President Biden, for creating all these jobs. That's private companies are creating jobs based on the economy. And even then, all of, all the jobs that are currently out there that are all getting back out there, that 8.5 million number that will go off of, of what she said, all that is is all of the jobs lost when everybody decided to lock themselves, when everybody got told to lock themselves inside their homes for the past two years. He hasn't created anything. All all this man had to do was sit there and do exactly what he did during his campaign, which was absolutely fucking nothing. And he literally would have been probably he, he, he could have been popular because he just didn't have to do anything. He could have just sat there like a rock, like a bump on a log and just done nothing. He could have just done nothing. But instead he did something. And what did, what did that lead to? What What did that lead to? Seriously, this guy's such a joke. I I can't believe this guy. Two two presidents in a row. We got two jokes. This one of them who can't even, one of them who tweets out mean things that people didn't like, and the other one where, fucking, guy literally can't even figure out how to fucking change his own adult diaper. 
in this country now, a gallon of gas costs more than people on the federal minimum wage are making in an hour. What does the White House want these people to do, to stop driving to work? Look, the president understands what it feels like. Um, Deese just spoke, spoke about this. Brian Deese was just here and talked about how he understands what it means for people who are sitting at their kitchen table and see gas prices go up. He understands that feeling personally, or seeing prices uh, of grocery store of grocery uh, groceries go up in the grocery store. This is something that he is uh, inherently aware of, and he is doing everything that he can. As Deese, Brian Deese was just here. Uh, um, his economic Brian Deese nuts. <laughs> Advisor, uh, one of his top economic advisor, <laughs> laying out what he is planning to do or continue to do to make sure that we lower costs at the gas pump. He also said, Brian also said that we are dealing with an unprecedented time with global challenges that we have never seen before. And that includes clearly the pandemic, uh, that includes Putin's uh, tax hike that, that we're seeing this past couple of months uh, that has had an effect on gasoline, gasoline prices. A dollar and fifty cents went up uh, since uh, uh, Putin has amassed uh, his troops on the border of Ukraine. These are real, uh, real, uh, you know, global issues uh, that has led to this moment. But the president is doing everything that he can to make sure that we address this issue. I'm, I'm really sorry about the these nuts joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I just couldn't handle it. She kept saying. You know, when Brian Dees was here, when Brian Dees was here, when Brian Dees was here, when Brian Dees was here. Like, hello, like, I, I saw an opportunity and I took it. I fucking took it. I grabbed it by the Dees nuts and I took it. Anyway, uh, she's full of shit. She, she's full of shit. Putin's price hike is full of shit. I could maybe see the Putin price hike in grocery stores. But even then, and that's just because, you know, Ukraine, big breadbasket of, you know, other countries and whatnot, I, you're so full of shit. There's one point in time when the literal cost of oil literally went negative. Who, who was president at the time when that happened? Oh, oh, yeah, it's the guy with the fucking weird spray tan and the fucking weird ass hair. Well, when was, you know, gas really extremely cheap and everybody was like, oh, this is great. Uh, who is that again? Oh, it was Garfield, right? He's like, lasagna, hates Mondays. And then all of a sudden, uh, it's crazy how it shoots back up again. You know, it's really crazy how, you know, well, last time when we had Barack Obama in the White House, uh, gas prices began to shoot up. And, and now we get, now, now we get, uh, you know, his vice president, uh, Biden, in, in the White House, and now they begin to fucking skyrocket again. It's crazy how that works. It is fucking crazy how that works. It really is. It, 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 it just, I, I can't figure it out. How, how do we continue to fuck up so badly? Every goddamn time. Literally, there was like the right decision... Like, he's staring at shit in the face, and he picks the wrong one every time. We're doing everything we can to get more oil out there, uh, release more barrels of uh, oil from the strategic oil reserve. That's not gonna do anything! It's those greedy oil companies, they're always taking all the money. No, there's state tax, the, the, all that little nonsense on there, take that away, and maybe you'll, you know... Ah, uh, I can't do that, we need all that money, 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 money! 
so yeah, it's uh, uh, what is, what is going on, man? Seriously. So uh, I mean, it is incredible, in fucking incredible. You know, we could be pumping more oil. We were energy independent. We were literally, we were so energy independent at one point. You know what we literally had? We literally were sending oil to other countries. Like, we're already doing just because we don't care about our own oil or diesel or any of those things. Because, you know, fuck us, right? You know, we don't don't need it. We don't need it. We, we just don't need it. You know, we, we don't need any of those things. Come on, guys. Don't be silly. We don't need oil. We don't need the diesel. We don't need ships to be moving. We don't need planes to go anywhere. We don't need cars. We just need to use electricity. Because remember, okay? We're just, just going to have electric cars. We're going to put up a few windmills, a few, uh, few solar panels. It's going to be great. We're going to have many blackouts. No running water. Can't have that no more. That's just sucks up from the environment. Uh, it's gonna be great. Maybe a few people to die of uh, heat stroke, but they're saving the planet. Uh, even, even for just the eventual causation of, of it to be, uh, according to you, the planet become unlivable anyway, by your own definitions. Uh, So fucking frustrating, man. <sighs> In other news that still pertains the White House, BTS. Now, if you don't know what BTS is, it's a K-pop group out of Korea. Or they're essentially they're essentially slaves. They're they're just Asian slaves. Okay, they're signed into contracts. So they work a fuck ton. There's literally compilations of these K-pop stars. Literally fucking barfing off the stage during live streams literally passing out from being overworked going to the hospitals like a normal thing for these guys and gals okay they they have a regular just diet to make sure that nothing you know no one ever has any other food that you know is out of line so so why they why they show up to the white house why why is that uh, to address anti-asian hate and diversity and inclusion I think you guys are a little, little, little late. Li little late. I think you're a little late on that whole Stop Asian Hate movement. Uh, I, I'd just like to make the point that most Asian, anti-Asian hate is literally caused by other black people. Asian people are literally racially, you know, uh, prejudices against them when applying for universities because if their score is too good... You know that, and it's gonna prevent some uh, black person from being able to enter the uh, school. Uh, then they're they're just not thought about and told to go fuck themselves for being Asian. Literally, it's more. You might as well. Th this is a tip for all of you uh, college Africans out there. Literally, pick to be literally uh, lie about what race you are on your college application, and literally say you're either black or Hispanic. You'll be more likely to get to get into the college. Just, just a helpful tip for you if you, if you want to go to those uh, scam schools anyway. Uh, so yeah, cool beans. I, I, I don't even want to play the clip because I don't. I, I, I despise BTS. I, 
not even because of them. I'm, I'm sure the guys on their own are fine without their little corporate contracts with their little uh, South Korean uh, slave masters. But uh, the 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 fans of this of BTS and K-pop in general are such toxic pieces of garbage. They're like main pushers of cancel culture and whatnot, and they are just garbage. And I mean. I, I've I've listened to K-pop music. BTS's stuff is not for me. It doesn't sound good. I, I've listened to some other stuff, and it's it's okay. I, I I I my main thing with the music is if, as long as it sounds good, I, I can't care less. Okay, it's, but hey, you know, cool. You know, stopping Asian hate. Uh, but we don't actually address the problem. We just say it. So good, 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 good. Love it. Love it. L- list it. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I am incredibly just irritated about the Star Wars thing still. Anyway. So, one of Canada's uh, biggest banks uh, is, uh, is finally apologizing, which is so Canadian, by the way, about uh, the freezing of bank accounts of people who associated with the Freedom Convoy earlier. So yeah, uh, it's called Scotia Bank, and they 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 put an apology to all the people whose bank accounts they've frozen. Which I was like, really? They're still frozen all this time later? Holy fuck! That's like a long time ago. It feels like this freedom convoy was going on. But uh, that's crazy to me. But it's so Canadian. It's so Canadian. Like, sorry, eh? Sorry, I froze your bank account, eh? It's because of our evil dictator, eh? I was really sorry. You really sorry. Yeah, was like a free toque? Here's a free toque. You know? Yeah, wear wear a nice toque. And maybe maybe go and uh turn in your turn in your handgun too. You don't need that. No no no. We give you you give handgun, we give you we give you toque instead. Free toque. So good good uh good good job. Good job guys. <laughs> Seriously. I'm, I would honestly expect more of these little apologies to be put out. So, yeah. Now, here's the thing. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this literally right before, uh, the Johnny Depp trial. Uh, the, literally as I was sitting down and filming this, that's how you can tell this show is so just fourth wall breaking that Literally, so, yeah, it's been like 50 some odd minutes, like an hour or so now. Apparently the verdict has been reached, and apparently they're going to be giving it out at like 2 o'clock. And that's like 20 minutes after I'm literally getting done with this. So I guess we'll talk about it tomorrow. Because I'm not going to just pause this recording and then restart it. Because I don't work that way. Like, I'm looking at the news right now, and so far the news right now is literally just... You know, hey, it's been reached. We'll talk about it tomorrow because I'm pretty sure you already have heard about it tomorrow. I'll give my opinions on this whole case. Uh, but yeah, uh, of course, uh, this is gonna the program is gonna come to an end for today. Of course, this is your daily reminder to go watch Top Gun Maverick. It is a fantastic film, and if you haven't seen the original, I don't know what you're doing here. You should really uh, take some time out of your day to go watch it. Uh, as well, 
And we've got so much great stuff probably coming out for tomorrow's news, and I'm super excited. Uh, you excuse me after this, I'm going to go literally uh, cry some more about how much Star Wars has ruined because it's a part of my life. I'm literally wearing a Star Wars shirt right now, and I'll see you tomorrow. And remember, this concludes the political panda program. I'll see you all tomorrow. Peace.